Okay, so here's the good news. I did not buy cashew caramel swirl ice cream tonight. I did not. I did not. I bought myself kombucha instead. Uh, ginger kombucha and my body says thank you. Um, my head especially says thank you. Um, I had some weird cluster-like headaches today. I I said I wasn't really going to talk about them, so um, just not for like any reason, but um, because I wanted to just focus my energy on just the healing portion of it all. Um, yes, so let me go back. Let me, let me bring my energy back up. The good news is, seriously, I did not buy cashew caramel cream, ice cream. I think that's what it's called. It doesn't matter. It's got sea salt. It's amazing. Um, it's, uh, who is it? I don't know. If you know, you know. Um, but it's vegan and it's delicious. Um, and there you go. <laughs> Those two words alone, vegan, delicious, caramel, sea salt, ice cream will take you very far in life. Um, yeah, so I didn't do that. I went to, um, oh my gosh, I, I had to go to court for a traffic ticket. Um, and fortunately, like, um, the blessings of Rona, it was a very light docket. And so it was fairly in and out, um, and no big deal. So hallelujah for that. Uh, let's see. We said the good news. What's the, uh, come see, come saw news like, um, mas o menos, uh, maybe good, maybe like so, 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 so news. I love growing hair. Growing hair has got to be my favorite, favorite thing to do. It's like a plant that I'm really good with. <laughs> and um, I will try my best. I will try my best not to turn this into a hair blog but yeah I probably won't turn it into a hair blog but if I'm talking and I just lose my train of thought it's probably because I'm petting myself like a baby lamb um <laughs> I also um in not turning this into a hair blog let me say that um I am very pleased with the way uh, hair growth is going in the spots where I um, have bald issues. It's not sugar-coated, Jamila. We're trying to figure out a pretty word to say it. Where I am balding. Um, and those spots are not slick anymore, which is amazing. I've been brushing those spots just to circulate them and massaging oils in and <clears throat> also trying not to uh, wear anything over it, which for the past two days, 
I've been in love with the way my hair has looked with a scarf tied around it, but I realized that is counterproductive. And in times where I don't have to necessarily feel self-conscious about the, um, those areas on my scalp, I don't want to wear a constricting fashion during those times when freedom um, can definitely be the main course and what's for dinner. So um, I've been just trying to be mindful of only wearing a scarf when I'm going to lay down, um, even if that's like just chilling out on the couch to watch a movie. I put a scarf over my head because I have very fine hair and it will rub its way off. It will blow its way off my head. Um, also avoiding beanies right now, which is hard to do, but I'm going to let a little, um, I guess in, what would you call it in, um, what would you call it in farming terms? Um, come on, let's learn together. Learn with me, grow with me. Um, it's something crop, but anyway, um, yeah, I need to grow a good, um, whatever this crop is that I'm trying to think of. I'm going to need to up my Google skills because all I'm finding is <laughs> overpriced yuppie uh, leggings. Um, okay. But anyway, when you are building up like your soil um, so that all of the, the, the little crops that are on top, that grow and are kind of the protective things and are also the the soil that your animals would eat or that your animals would pulverize but also like a lot of the really pretty herbs and things too so I'm gonna have to buy um build a good like cover crop I think is what it's called um for my scalp before I can reintroduce my beanies which is cool because yes in agriculture cover crops are plants that are planted to cover the soil rather than for the purpose of being harvested cover crops manage soil erosion soil fertility soil quality water weeds pests disease biodiversity and wildlife in an agro ecosystem an ecological system managed and shaped by humans cover crops may be an off-season crop planted after harvesting the cash crop they may grow over winter so that is going to be our our guide in this hair growth and what I always do and it always every time I chop my hair it always coincides with me growing um, and creating life every single time <laughs> so um, hopefully this time I'll have a bit more focus but there so I guess the so-so news is there might be a lot of natural hair farming analogies in the near future <laughs> okay transitioning haha -ha. to um, a new topic I was the fly on the wall 
to a very exciting organization. I don't want to name drop them because um, they are about to do a big social media push. And I don't want to put any information out there that does not tie in with their branding. But amazing nonetheless. And just an encouragement out there to just get out and do it. Like, um, have these conversations. And by that, I know people always say, like, have the conversation, like, network, network, network. But it's um, sometimes hard to find room at the table or to find entry into these spaces. But one giant way is through relationships. You've got excuse me, you've got that friend that's always like trying to pimp out that business to you and tell you about it. And it just sounds like won't, 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 won't to you because you're, um, you know, maybe basing a lot of your personal opinions upon that friend or the industry that they're talking about and not really being open to just hearing what it is they have going on and that right there just sitting and building up on a relationship with someone that in, in some capacity you feel warrants a space in your life just doing them the common courtesy of building that relationship and um, listening to them and hearing what they're a part of and maybe even like accepting an invitation to one of those spaces that seem like it's just not your scene because uh, you might find great opportunities on the other sides of those. And I mean, like everyone today is an entrepreneur. Everyone. Everyone's a CEO. Everyone has a company. Everyone has like a for sure guaranteed way for you to make 50000 500,000, 2 million, sky's the limit per month, not per year, but per month. And all you have to do is blah, 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 blah. So, um, that's cool. Yo, my daughter is like a cat. I put together, uh, I don't want to brag on the number because it was pretty minimal, but I haven't done a puzzle since I was like, um, 12 years old. Mm, yeah, safe to say 12 or 13 years old is the last time I've done a puzzle. And back then it was me and all my cousins. And so we would do puzzles in the thousands, you know, those teeny tiny puzzles that were like water landscapes <laughs> and um, forest. We would do those together. And there was a lot of us so we could all have our little portion and people could drift in and out. And I really haven't done puzzles since that time in life. But with everything that has gone on in the past couple of months and the need to be indoors, um, I, and being limited to the stores around us, thought one day, uh, puzzles, we're going to do puzzles. And so I bought two puzzles. One was like, hundred piece like Little Mermaid puzzle and my daughter did it like and it was intense it was really really fast she's like but 
Come on, mom. Where's this piece? We need this piece. We need this piece. Let's go, mom. You can do it. Come on, mom. Pick the pick this piece up. We're almost there. We need to finish her eye. Where's her eye? Where's her arm? <laughs> and it was just like an adrenaline rush. And it was just like, okay, all right. And I'm like, wow, that was fun. Um, you know, and we did it together and, you know, it kind of sucked that, I mean, it was both good that it was a lot of fun and just also seeing her leadership skills, but also like, um, it took 15 minutes to do. And then it was just like, okay, now what, <laughs> what do we do now? So the other puzzle was like a cupcake puzzle and, um, it, uh, was kind of the intro, like the, the YouTube 101 version of a puzzle that's for free with like an ad at every like interval, every like two minutes, there's an ad. It was like that, that 300 piece puzzle, that would be the equivalent, but it was challenging enough to, to get back into the game. It was uh, several different colored cupcakes and some of them had pearls and some of them had aerials and some of them had sparkly frosting and some of them had opaque frosting. <laughs> and then it was like black and gray space in between. And my daughter one day was just all about it. We're going to do this puzzle. Let's do the puzzle. I want to do the puzzle. Let's do the puzzle, 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 puzzle. Um, and so then finally, I'm just like, okay, I had been really busy and just eight hours a day in another room, like she's eight hours a day in another room, um, on YouTube, you know, on Roblox, eating whatever, doing whatever, watching whatever, you know, and I'm legit, like just trying to work and get through, but every night just feeling kind of like, I didn't see you at all today. Like, did I feed you? <laughs> um, I'm just trying to make time. So I was just like, fine. Okay, let's do it. And we dump it out. And my daughter sees all of the pieces are smaller than the 100 puzzle piece and all of the different colors. And I'm trying to motivate, like, let's find, like, let's sort the shades. But that was like, they were so close in color and then it was like okay let's sort the edges and then she was just kind of like I'm out and like part of me really wanted to make her finish what she started and the other part of me wanted to just put the puzzle together so um trying to stay focused um on what I need to do and not do any social media and not watch any television and not have unnecessary conversations on the telephone and uh, not get lost in naps or, you know, just trying to make sure that I'm steady on course uh, at those times where I'm feeling like I need a break, but a nap would be detrimental to my productive health. I would work on the puzzle and it was frustrating. It was frustrating. Um, I would say the first attempt I worked on it for like two days sporadically, but it was when I had the most going on the most in the sense of, I didn't know if everything was about to work out or if everything was about to fall apart. <laughs> so that was June. So I only did it for like two days, but my energy was just like my hands couldn't take doing a puzzle. So after like, uh, 
I would say like two weeks. And my daughter was like, mom, you never, you know, <clears throat> finished your puzzle. And so uh, for the past week since, oh, yeah, I would say since maybe Sunday. I might have started it on Sunday um, or Monday. I've been sitting down and just um, working on it here and there. And I've been exhausted this week. Exhausted. Um, like I just need to. I'm, into, I'm thinking about doing another cleanse. Uh, just because I really enjoyed the energy that I had. And I really honestly enjoyed the time that I had to focus on everything that I needed to get done. Um, just not having to eat and have that big energy dump that like, do you know what I mean? Like right after I eat, I know people eat and they feel like fueled up to go do stuff. But after I eat, I feel like just zapped. Like my body is just concentrating on digesting <laughs> and it's just time to go to sleep and like not move. Um, that's how I feel right now. And so I think I want to do another cleanse. And just also because the way I came off the cleanse was not appropriate and really, I think, has a lot to do with how I'm feeling. Um, and also, like, it's just a, a little note to self of don't be a know-it-all. Like, take the advice and the wisdom of people who have done this for years and years and years and who understand all of the science behind it, you know, take their word for it and, you know, not to live in fear, but as just sage advice on why you do something. And instead of just chucking it in the waste bin, like maybe uh, look into it first, look, delve deeper into it. And see if it's something that resonates with you, that you believe in, that makes sense, that you can see work practically, and then decide whether or not it's something that you want to follow. I uh, had a perspective, two different perspectives today on conversations where people did not do that. Um, one, or did do that, one was uh, on a, a wave of farming that's um, taking storm of Oklahoma and there's kind of like this weird battle going on between all of these techniques. And it's like, Tulsa is like a beautiful like pond and it could be a wonderful ecosystem if everyone would just see their part and just kind of work together. But I'm starting to notice this, like these fractions, this fractionated movement of different types of farming where people want to be at the forefront and want to be the winner, winner, chicken dinner of the newest emerging technology. And it's, there's, you know, it's really kind of just a waste of energy because there is so much funding and resources out there and so much need for all aspects, you know, of different types of farming. And it just in 
thinking about clean energy, so many ways of doing it natural that is not the latest, greatest, newest technology that incorporates a lot of plastics and pumps and, um, <laughs> you know, just, <clears throat> just kind of, there's a time and a season and a place, you know, for everything and a purpose and a design and how we can, we can do those things, but we don't have to condemn other people for only seeing one way, um, of it or force people to, um, look at every way, you know, you can allow people to, to stay in their own land or, you know, to, yeah, to, how can you sing in a strange land? How can you like, it's just, it's just, you know, there, there's a way that God is going to speak to you, that creation is going to speak to you and a job that you're going to have to do in it. And in order to do that, you're going to have to be tuned in. You're going to have to be tuned into, um, things of the spirit. You're going to have to have a listening ear and some discernment so that you can block out the competition, the comparison. Um, there's, um, another word that's being tossed about right now because of a, a social media distraction that's going down that I won't use, but that comes to mind. Um, that if you follow any of the social media gossip, you'll, you'll kind of get right away because it's been said to me several times and I've tried to look into it, but it's kind of like, why do I care about this again? Within like the first like five seconds and it just makes my head hurt and I've got enough going on in my head right now um, without adding superficial pain. If it, we all have pain. Um, yes. So where was I? So there was an argument online where someone was hyping this new wave of farming and everybody else, you know, you could tell um, just and not tell from a snooty like, but you don't know, like hipster way, but like um, you, they were admitting that they didn't know about this technique of farming in their comments like, wow, this is cool. Never heard of this before or awesome or blah, blah, blah. And they were just, you know, everybody's comments were really supportive. And then, you know, there was an older gentleman who, you know, had probably been farming longer than this new wave of technology generation had been alive. And he had some opinions, you know, they were very direct and poignant opinions as, uh, people who have had to stand firm and learn and bump their heads a lot of times tend to stand in their opinions after, you know, uh, 60, 70 years of life tend to do. Um, he had some pretty stiff opinions and there, it was kind of appalling that this younger generation just kind of all like swarmed. It's like if like killer bees or killer ants, <laughs> like if some <clears throat> threat came into the territory and it was just like hive mentality to destroy, to kill, kill, kill. 
kill, kill, kill. Like it was just like they all just swarmed <laughs> and um, just like blah, blah, blah. And you don't know. And she's doing the work and blah, blah, blah. And old time. And it was just so disrespectful. And it was just kind of appalling. And, you know, the gentleman was just kind of like pointing out to just kind of read about some different read about this movement, you know, and again, these are people who admittedly through their own comments know nothing about this movement. It's just that their friend does it and they think it's cool. Um, and so in this case, relationship and blind fellowship in relationship can lead you into an ignorant place where you have not taken the time to gain the knowledge you refuse to hear any viewpoint that exposes you to the knowledge and you blindly trust in the knowledge that has been gained by word of mouth. You only have this person's word of mouth who is telling you that they have all this experience. Um, you only have their word of mouth to go on and you're throwing all of your support behind this person because of a relationship um, and it was just kind of like yeah not quite ready for social media again <laughs> and then there was the other side of the coin where I was the fly on the wall and I, I won't say I was the fly I was more like the the dragonfly is it a dragonfly what do you call the um Oh, come on. I'll look it up while I'm talking. I'm getting better at uh, doing this. And by better, I mean in this moment, I'm getting better at looking up what I'm thinking of on the fly. But not the dragonfly. Um, there's another one that has a different name. I'll have to... Oh, the damselfly. There we go. Okay, so I was the damselfly on the wall of a meeting. And I will have to uh, copyright that right now, damselfly. Let me write that down. I like that. So many things. That can be so many things. And if you use it first, just make it fly, okay? Make it fly. Um... But I got to be the damselfly on the wall circa July 16th, 2020. Said it here first. Okay, so I got to be the damselfly on the wall of a really, really dope consortium of melanated peoples. Um, and some people on the line had you know, quite, quite, quite a bit less melanin than others, but they were at the table and they were, you know, doing their part. So it certainly did not take away from anything as that can often, you know, there's, um, there's a movement of folks who think they're allies who are bogarting spaces instead and so it was refreshing that there were none of those people um, present for this meeting. But it was 
something that was just kind of thrown on me spur of the moment and uh, uh, the person that um, the friend that I was working with just wanted some help just sorting thoughts and and you know centering beforehand and that's something that I uh, have helped in the startup and the nonprofit world do with friends is just kind of help them find their center and their purpose in their business. Um, so it's not an odd request. I have a lot going on right now, so it would have been easy to turn it down and say, no, you know, like I'm just not, you know, I'm not really sure. Like, it, you know, my friend has so many different things going on and is moving in so many different directions. And so sometimes, you know, she's talking to me and I'm like, oh, for the such and such. Oh, wait. Okay. No, that's something different. Okay. What are we talking about again? <laughs> and so, um, for this one, in this situation, um, the thought process was around a, um, it was around kind of more revenue, revenue based and, um, networking based. Um, and I, I say that word and then I will clarify that because I know that I'm going to contradict that by saying that, but, um, it was more kind of a uh, quid pro quo. <laughs> Lord have mercy. Um, I say that because it's a word being bounced about right now. And also because it kind of is appropriate. And um, the, the kind of energy that is also happening in this, you know, in the mindset, you know, like some of the people on, on YouTube that are, you know, like you give me a five, you give me $5,000 and I'll show you how to get $5,000 from other people. Um, you know, and they're selling you on a lifestyle that does not exist. Um, kind of like that is very prevalent in this industry at all. Um, but then also you have, people that are just starting from the bottom. And I consider myself one of those people that's just starting at zero. Starting at zero is one of my favorite places to be um, because you can be intentional. When you have nothing, you can be so intentional about what you add to that space, who you add to that space, um, the things that you keep, Things that come into the space that don't vibe right away, you um, are able to just like feel it like something's off here and remove it and feel that relief and just like, okay, yeah, all right, that wasn't me. What was that? And you can evaluate it if you want to, or you can um, grow and it is a growing thing, grow into a place where you just know yourself and it's just like, no, that's not me. That's. I was trying to be somebody else with that. Get out of here. Um, so there was, um, this friend was so focused on the networking, the, um, I can do this for you. What can you do for me aspect that 
um, I felt she was missing the relationship aspect of the whole thing and seeing people as resources, as wealth is so important because you just never know who's going to open that door for you to step into a new realm or who has the key that takes you to the new level, you know, because a lot of times it's not funding being dropped in your lap or a new car, you know, or just like it's, um, it's the introduction into those spaces and, um, we can do a lot to facilitate our success in those spaces. And I'll talk about that more, um, probably in another session. I'll talk about that more. Um, but, um, excuse me. I just want to make a note about that. Um, yeah, we can facilitate our success in those spaces through lifestyle changes. Um, and we'll talk about that more in another, um, session, but not recognizing she got herself so worked up over the presentation aspect of it and being perfect that, um, she wasn't fully absorbing the relationship of just the work that was being done and just like, uh, partnering with that person and their vision and just the spaces that they would open you up for, like just, or even there were so many interesting questions that were thrown out to answer. Just looking at your model even and seeing how your model answers some of those questions, basically being a solution, um, being the answer for someone else's problem. And that comes through relationship. But if we're so focused on funding and who you who you know, not a relationship with you, but who do you know? Who can you introduce me to? What can you like get me closer to the bag? I'm after the bag. I'm hungry. I'm hungry. You know, um, we can spend so much time kind of uh, naming it and claiming it and uh, decorating the spaces for when we do the work, you know, putting all of the entrappings of success, um, around us when the call is to the work, to the relationships that the work builds and forms. And then the ecosystem that is built based on those relationships. And then also the things that begin to flourish because there's just, I was watching one documentary and, um, Oh my gosh, it was so good. It was so good. Um, it was, I'm going to say it wrong. Um, I'm going to say it wrong. Um, or I'm going to say it right. I don't know why I get embarrassed when it comes to saying the things that I'm into. Like people are going to judge me, but George, Georgie, not this ye be George. Um, 
<laughs> okay, so it was called, I get it backwards, but I'm going to get it right this time. It was called, no, I'm going to get it backwards. Big Little Farm or Little Big Farm. Anyway, it is just, if you need rest for your eyes, it's just a beautiful cinematic little like, yeah, it's very highly edited, but it's beautiful. Um, but in one thing, when they're building their ecosystem, they're kind of working against, they are so um, concerned with dominating and succeeding and getting it right that they begin to work against things that are there to, um, oh, excuse me, por, perdone más mucho, um, that are there to facilitate their success. So they start to work against things or they begin to become heavily reliant upon one resource to fuel everything. And so they begin to fight against the natural order of things. And when they take a step back, and begin to reevaluate those relationships, then they start to see how everyone's vision and everyone's need answers another person's question, is the solution to another issue. And so I feel like in this realm of business, especially when you're speaking about agriculture, when you're speaking about clean energy, when you're speaking about traditional methods of farming and traditional sources of energy, um, uh, petroleum being one that was brought up tonight and just kind of where the voices are in that, where the black voices are in that field. Um, you know, I think that you, um, then you begin to see how what, you need to do like in one scenario they had fruit trees and the fruit trees were being um, just devoured and demolished like if it wasn't the birds it was the snails and these snails were beautiful they were beautiful snails um, but there was an overabundance of them and so they were crawling up the trees to eat the fruit and to eat the uh, leaves so not only were they destroying the crop but they were killing the trees with all of their slime and so their answer was to kind of like just pick these pick 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 these snails off and try to dump them away and try to get rid of them at the same time they were trying to house their ducks in this pond that they had built for them but there had been a drought and there was no rain and so there's all this toxic fecal matter and growth that's just really ruining everything and now they're trying to find a way to physically deal with that and it's just becoming overwhelming and it looks like you know they're losing money on all ends and they're just spending all of this energy trying to fight these situations and then they step back and they look at the situation differently and a very natural solution evolves Number one, getting the ducks out of the pond, having them walk across the land, fertilizes the land and strengthens their cover crops, which guards their soil, which produces the rich and beautiful abundance of fruit and vegetables that they're trying to harvest to begin with. Also, a duck's 
favorite feast is snails. So the ducks are coming in, they're obliterating the snails and they're just eating them. And then they're pooping out all of this rich waste that is coming from eating the snails and, you know, causing the trees to just bloom and blossom. And now the pond is able to, you know, regenerate itself and clear itself out and, you know, have its healthful bacteria do its job instead of its system being flooded. But had they continued to just pour their energy and their money and their resources into keeping these things separate and having success in the fruit tree area and success in the duck area and success at exterminating the snail area, then they would have eventually gone bankrupt because their their fruit trees were a huge portion of funding that they were depending on, the harvest, they were really depending on it. And so just by Stopping and taking a moment to look at these relationships, they were able to strengthen an ecosystem that benefited so many communities within it. And so that's just something that I think and that I'm looking forward to doing with this group. Um, I There were so many exciting, exciting movements and just um just uh strands of conversation and ideas and things that are happening now um and just the relationships behind it were so important and the building people up my favorite portions were you know when someone would introduce themselves you know in their topic that they were going to be discussing and someone very quickly like, we, we miss you. We miss you, sister. It's so, so good to hear your voice. And, you know, just like that one second banter back and forth interaction of them just kind of like building each other up. But also there's a glimpse into a relationship outside of this very important work that they're both doing. They're making time for a relationship and that time to just commune with one another and strengthen one another. Fellowship is so, so important, especially in today's day and age, because a lot of these movements have to um, happen underground, word of mouth, um, just kind of smoke signals and spreading the word uh, just to create these spaces because of, you know, the big culture. The big culture is all about monetizing and all about um, farming out instead of farming. And so we have to really have those accountability tools and also just those, um, just those exciting uh, moments those exciting moments of minute interactions that build us up and hold us accountable to our vision and our purpose and can look us in our eye and say, sis, you got this. Just pay attention 
to the question being asked, what's the answer? You know the solution. You are the solution. You can do this. And knowing that you might not be the solution for this situation over here, and that's fine. You can regroup, redirect yourself. And maybe you're the solution over here and you being the solution over here frees up someone else to be the solution over here, which frees up someone else to be the solution over here and keeps everything in that cohesive, um, circular motion. Did I say that? Circular. I think I just combined circular and cyclical. So circular, circular. (laughs) but it's like cyclical and circular motion. And so I'll end this rant with just that key two words, relationship building. And one, I know that I get on and I talk for a while and I thank you for listening. And I hope that anything that I'm saying is helping to turn on a light of inspiration in your heart and in your mind. Um, And if you uh, um, don't take anything away from the relationship building, or if you're looking for a key or a tool, how do I build relationships? Listening. Listening is key. Just when someone is telling you what what their business is, what their idea is, what their dream is, what their favorite flavor of ice cream is. Like, listen, just listen. And then um, listen until they're done speaking about it. Um, now, I'm, I'm not saying like, be like the person that sits and lets their cat lick their face for like three hours. I'm not saying that. Like, you don't have to listen to the point that you're gonna like gouge your eye out or in the least get a weird bacterial infection but listen let them finish it's something that I'm trying to work on I interrupt a lot and it's because of my excitement but um, I also think that it makes me um, it makes me appear and it makes me in actuality less humble Um, and I want to stay hungry, but I also want to be humble. And humility is being able to listen because in the listening is the learning. But also just a word of encouragement and a, a direction, a movement from Joshua 1.9. And something that I've been doing lately is uh, I've been using Bible Hub and I've been reading it in... Uh, I like that it pulls it up in a lot of different translations. I have a favorite translation, but sometimes just hearing it over and over not only helps me to meditate on it, but it also helps me to understand it from so many different perspectives too. So Joshua 1.9, and I will do it from the Berean Study Bible is my favorite right now. Have I not commanded you to be strong and courageous? Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. The New International Version says, Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. 
Do not be discouraged, for the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. And then I'm just going to read a few more translations for you of Joshua 1.9 so that it gets into your spirit so that those places and those conversations and those spaces that you're wanting to have or that creative idea that you have that is the solution to the question that is being asked, that you have the courage to go and be a part of those spaces, but also that you have some faith in yourself in those spaces and that you don't have fear when it comes to um, connecting your, your, your faith with your actions and paying the membership fee, pay the $20 for the course, pay the $5 for the ebook, you know, because these people have gone before you and they've done it and they've learned it and they are willing to give it to you. And when they started out, the people that do it well, they paid someone else to learn that skill too. And if you're not at that level or if you're on like a Gary V type, like I can smash anything I put my mind to, then go the free route. Watch a YouTube video on how to you know, make a LinkedIn profile, you know, an hour, an hour a day, like just something that you don't know how to do. That is your excuse that's holding you back. Just someone else has figured out how to do it and has made a 54 minute video that will show you from start to finish how to do it. You know, if you have a phone, then just watch it several times until you feel, you know, comfortable doing it or switch back and forth, download the app, start there, download the app. Um, if you don't want to sign on to all the like privacy things and notifications, then just go to the web site on your search engine on your phone and sign up there. You don't have to have the app. I don't have Facebook on my phone, but I have a Facebook account. Um, you know, go and sign up there and, uh, just set these things up. And start there and start building relationships there. When you read a really interesting article or you, um, you know, and someone's name is there, LinkedIn is like your little black book of everyone in the business world that you want to be connected to. And the only thing that separates you from their inbox is you clicking on a button. So uh, be encouraged. I am going to read you Joshua 1 9 to end here. Um, but yeah, make those connections. Do it for free via the internet, YouTube, um, Spotify, Anchor. People do all sorts of podcasts and they do them for free. And you can listen to them, take notes, like come prepared. It's an hour of learning. Come prepared. If you're in your car, if you work in the gig economy, especially, just listen to podcasts the entire time. If you can have earbuds in on your job, whatever you want to learn, just look it up and listen to it. Okay, Joshua 1.9. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be frightened and do not be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Have I not commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not tremble or be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. 
Have I not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. I've commanded you to be strong and brave. Don't ever be afraid or discouraged. I am the Lord your God, and I will be there to help you wherever you go. I love you guys. Have an excellent morning, a really good night, and a dope afternoon.